Here's a little thought. This is Judith Acope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's up? I've had a couple of thoughts that occurred to me today. One thing is, yo, man, I didn't get my barbecue. What the hell? So, like, I ordered it online from uh, Bandanas. That's a local barbecue place. I like the place. I really do. And it's hard for me to find barbecue that I enjoy that I didn't cook myself. This is one place that I know I like. It's not too arty for my mom. My mom isn't into craft stuff. She and nobody in my family really. They like it simple. So I'm like, this will be a crowd pleaser. It'll be easy. Okay. They allow me to pick the time and date, show up. I mean, it is beyond empty. It's like nothing's cooking. Nobody's in the parking lot. Empty. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad. So we improvised because guess what? Whole Foods was open. So shame on you, bandanas. Update your computer system. It's lame. It should be able to tell people when you're going to be closed uh, and not accept orders and not charge my credit card. Um, yay, Whole Foods. Always open. So if you work there, it sucks for you. But if you need to get things in a timely manner, yay for us. It's always open. Okay, got that off my chest. Um, and I like you, bandanas. You you got to win me back, though, because that was lame. All right, so then the other thing I was thinking about is how unfair is it? And this is going deeper. I know I'm grateful. Today is Thanksgiving still. I'm super grateful. However, I do find it fascinating that as a woman, you're always asked to choose something. You know, I feel like men make, simple decisions all the time. What am I going to eat? Should I call this girl? Should I be nice to this girl? Will I actually make this girl my girlfriend? Um, do I like this job? Am I going to keep this job? And a, a very, a varied amount of things that men get to process, you know, on a rather, I say easy basis. You know, it feels like the world is designed for ease for men. But when you're a woman, you are always choosing something. So I was having this conversation at work a couple of weeks ago because I work with a lot of young millennial, uh, you know, just starting off in their career people. And, you know, a lot of those young ladies are either single or dating, but then I'm all, they're always sort of like, you can feel them hesitating, like, am I going to hit the gas on my career or am I going to try to meet somebody and get married and have kids? Like, that's a major choice. And we have to choose. You have to choose your career over a man or as long as you can do both. Like, I do know one lady that seems to be doing both okay. Um, I guess. I mean, I'm not, we're not like close, so I'm not sure what's going on in her life in terms of details, but she seems to manage it. There are a couple of wife, a couple of wives and mothers in the office, but also working on their careers. Um, But their kids are pretty young. And, you know, I think it just, it's a challenge. And as a woman, you know, those examples aside, just in my whole life, I've met women who have had to choose, you know, I, I remember I graduated from college in, in the early 90s and I, I came home and, you know, my sister's quite a few years older than me and she had my nephew. I was still in high school. And so when I graduated college, he was, you know, playing soccer and doing stuff that first and second graders do. And I remember going to a lot of his games 
And all the moms <laughs> at the events were, they were looking at me like I was a shiny penny, you know, like, oh my goodness, you're so young. You got your dreams and your your whole life ahead of you. Um, and I'm not kidding. Many of them through soccer season and baseball season pulled me to the side and they were just like, don't ever get married and have kids. You know, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a painter. I wanted to be this. And like, once you start having, and I don't know if I really took that in or if I let that affect me, but I, it made me more aware of the fact that if I wanted to stay committed to the career I had chosen, I, having kids was really going to deal a blow to that. And I, I have dated some great men and some great men have asked me to marry them and I didn't want to get married to them. And I always told myself, well, it wasn't quite right. I didn't think, you know, the, our finances would make it work. We, we didn't have enough in common, but in reality, I may have just been like, you know, I don't want to choose that. I don't want to make the choice. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to have to choose because I had devo- devoted and and f- focused so intensely on my career. And what's fascinating is as a woman, I feel like you get punished for that. You know, I, I'm immune and impervious to people's judgment about my personal life. I, I kind of don't care what people think. Um, you know, I cared a lot about what my parents thought <laughs> and I care about what I think and how I feel. And after that, it's on a case by case basis, whether I'll give your thoughts about me any energy. And, um, you know, I, I just didn't want to choose and my family didn't pressure me. My parents were both married multiple times. My, my mom was married twice and my dad was married three times and all three wives went to his funeral. That's a podcast for another day. And I don't know. I just feel like it's so unfair as a woman. There's never, I've, I can't say never, but it's, rare to think that a man is going to be like, Hey, you've got all these big dreams and all these career goals. I'm just going to get on board and, and we're going to make sure all your dreams come true. I mean, I'm not saying it never happens, but does it happen? So, you know, like I said, I'm not saying that there aren't men out there who who want a loving and and supportive wife and then they go and love and on them and support them and work with them. But it, it just hasn't really been the natural order of things for men to sacrifice any chunk of their career to tend to kids while women, you know, go off and, and make money. I know of examples where it has happened, but it's not the norm. It's not the mainstream. And I do think there's a little bit of judgment if you're an ambitious woman. You know, ambition on men is applauded and heralded. You're great. You're tough as nails. You know, you're just so focused. And, you know, men like that get a lot of praise. Women like that, mm, not so much. You know, it's like you're a bitch, maybe gay. There's something wrong with you. You're only focused on. But here's the thing was funny. Um, There are a lot of women who aren't super maternal or nurturing or warm or loving just because women are born female and have ovaries that doesn't make them loving and maternal. I've actually seen some not loving parents, uh, some not, I've seen a couple that was non-loving to their, towards their child and it was disturbing, but you know, we live in a, um, 
a matriarchal society. So when you see a woman that's not nurturing and sweet and, you know, everybody isn't good with kids. So there's this myth, too, that, you know, you got to get married, and have kids. But what if you don't like kids? You know, what if what if they're not your bag? So it's really interesting to me. As we, you know, evolve and yet we seem so unevolved in a lot of ways. I mean, if you really stop and think about it, we're doing some self-destructive things. We, we, in the name of progress, you know, how come we haven't changed the school day to match the work day? It's not 1960. Most women are outside of the home working to afford the lifestyle that, that it costs now to, to, to have a decent home and uh, utilities and save for tuitions and all the stuff you need to pay for for your kids. You know, so it's fairly obvious that most families are now, you know, dual earners, but no one's come close to adjusting the work, uh, the school day to match the work day. So, you know, as a woman, chances are you're the one because you make less than your husband. You're tasked with picking up the child if the child gets sick or gets in trouble or whatever. And I saw on Netflix, there was a a show called Explained. And one of them, I think, was the pay gap, the wage gap, and how when women become mothers, it really it, their careers take a huge hit because you're not at work as much. I'm telling you, we had a snow day at my job the other day, and I would say 90% of the moms didn't show up. <laughs> so, you know, it's just we live in such fascinating times, and I feel like we get punished for things uh, as as women, you know, and sometimes we punish ourselves, you know, and I think as a society, like we're in a weird space, like, you would never hire a podiatrist to do your heart surgery, right? But he's a doctor. Well, why are we continuing to hire people who aren't really politicians in political roles? You know what I mean? Like Donald Trump is not a politician and he's proud of it. And he's kind of like an awful person. I, My issue with him, politics aside, is he just doesn't seem like a good human being. And the fact that so many people who view themselves as good human beings are on board with him is it's troublesome. That's troublesome to me. But also this whole, well, he can do it. He'll figure it out. You know, no, maybe, maybe people shouldn't have to be put in a position to figure stuff out. You know, maybe they don't know what they're doing and it's okay to not put them in that position. I I feel like we're just in a very bizarre time in history and people are upset and frustrated and everything has to be someone else's fault and we got to do something drastic and extreme to fix it. And uh yeah, maybe let's stop doing that. Yeah. At the end of the day, You have to make your own decisions and choose for yourself everything, you know. And if you meet someone who makes you want to change the trajectory of your life, I mean, you got to probably look at that as a blessing because some of us change the course of our lives over people. Mm, Maybe they weren't worth it so much. You know what I mean? Maybe you just thought that was something you wanted and turned out to be a figment of your imagination. Uh, That might explain the divorce rate. 
But sometimes when you're honest with yourself and you you really want someone or something to happen and it shows up, you know, if that's really what you want, then you got to be like, dude, this this is what I wanted and, and I'm being blessed with this opportunity. Just make sure it's a blessing and not something you've cooked up in your mind. Because I feel like a lot of us feel feel like we're uh, we're in love. And then it's like, this person is not at all who I thought they were. And why did I misread the situation so terribly? But, you know, I feel like a good chunk of the problems that face humanity right now is based in um, uh, just our inability to process and focus in an honest way with integrity how we feel, you know, and what we really want. And sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to someone, you know, and, and they tell me they want to start a business or they want to do this or they want to do that. And it's like, are you being honest with yourself? Are you really going to do what it takes to get to that point? And it's not that I'm judging you or trying to talk you out of it, but if that's not what you really want, then don't pretend. You know what I mean? Because the the reason why most people aren't where they want to be in life is because they're not putting in the work. And I don't mean, oh, I wanted this and, and I, I didn't do that. And I woke up and then I, you know, six months have passed by and I meant to do this. And I, I'm not even talking about on that level of not getting things done. I'm talking about on the level when you have an idea and you know in your head you're actually not going to do that. The thing about ideas is they require execution. If you're hungry, you get up and go get food. That's a no-brainer because you're, you want to fix that situation ASAP. But the problem with dreams and goals is you wake up <laughs> and you go, mm, I want to start my own business. And then it's it's you're not really hungry for it. So you can let it go. You you can make zero moves every day for six months and never get closer to your goal because you don't really want that to happen. And I feel like that's a big part of what's going on in our country. We've known for 40 years factory jobs were going away. We've known that. I learned that in grade school. Don't be sitting around wanting a factory job because they're not going to be here. You know, and so we've known this, but yet and still people are pissed because, you know, they they didn't want to uh, go to school and learn certain things. They wanted to, you know, to keep their factory job and make really good money. But those jobs went away and now people are kicking rocks and mad about it. And it's like, but you knew that was happening. So why didn't you go to school? You know what I mean? Like, where's the accountability? I really honestly feel like America has an accountability problem. I've said it before, and I mean it. I think it, it, there's a sense of entitlement, and everybody needs to be upset for me because my life's not going the way I want it to go. And, I mean, I'm just calling bullshit on that. You know? you Just, <laughs> you if you do the crime, you have to do the time. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, you know, so you, you get to choose. That's the best part about it. You get to choose. You know, you have free will. Except in America, free will isn't free. Mm hmm. Let that marinate. Let it marinate. <laughs> this is Judith A. Copia listening to Mad Love.